This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, my gorgeous humans. It's your friend, Lala Kent. What is good, Jessica Walter? Hi, Lala Kent. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling happy today. Are you? How was your weekend? My weekend was awesome. Okay. I went to my friend Janet's engagement party. That was fabulous. I took Um, Ocean with me. I'm that girl who was like, you have a baby in a bar. (laughs) (laughs) You have a baby. Wait, what is that from? Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I took her and she loved it. That's cute. She loved every minute. She loved the music. She was a vibe. She was the most popular one there besides the bride-to-be. Okay. Um. And then, thank you, mom. My mom brought in a sweatshirt for me. Close the motherfucking door now. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you. Um, And then last night, I had a really fun time. I went and had girl time. Okay. I want to talk to everyone about what my girl time consisted of. But before Mm -hmm. we get super into that, I want to remind everybody that I'm going on tour. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) I'm going on tour. We're going to start in Irvine, California. Then we are hitting Fort Lauderdale, Clearwater, Orlando, Atlanta, Nashville, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, and Dallas. I'm so excited. The tour is going to be amazing. It's the Give Them Lala brand new tour. Very interactive. We just had a meeting Mm -hmm. with the tour management and talked about everything that this tour will consist of and i'm so excited for the segments you guys lala is bringing it on this tour if you don't have your tickets buy them now because i was like i was sitting in on the meeting freaking out at everything she was saying she was gonna do yeah we it was like i had it in my head and then we put it down on paper and we were like sitting there having these really good salads and i was just (laughs) like bam this is what we're doing this segment and I literally had chills. Everyone else had chills. I was like, I'm a fucking genius. (laughs) And everyone coming to the show is going to have such a fun time. And I'm going to have such a fun time with everybody. Yes. So if you do not have your tickets yet, go to GiveThemLive.com. And if you purchase tickets that were for the old tour, those tickets are still valid. And I can't wait to see all of you because I love you so much. Let's talk about... My girl time last night. Let's hear it. It was all about sex. Love it. All about it. Okay. okay. So there were five of us. Katie is obviously married. So mm-hmm. and then the other girl just got into a relationship. So the three of us were newly single, like okay. newly single. And, you know, it gets weird. It gets weird when you've been in a relationship for a long time. And that's the sexual partner that you know. 
unless you're a fuckwad and you creep around, which I do not, unless you have an ass like Ariana's, <laughs> and I'm tapping that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but really, I'm not. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm on a roll today. Oh we have God. Melissa Gorga on the podcast today. I have, I'm have. i like on a roll. You are. So I'm sitting here talking to these fine ladies about being single and like what sex is going to be like. And we're very open about it all. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I felt bad for the waiter. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. <laughs> Even though so he you're, they're at a restaurant him. talking at a about restaurant. this. <laughs> and the first thing that comes up is, oh my God, you guys, I have not had sober sex with a new partner probably since I was 17. I was sober when I lost my virginity. But after that, yeah, I'm a drinker, girl. Yeah. Like, I'm a bag of fun, okay? <laughs> but I've been sober for over three years, and I had the same partner for almost six of those. Yeah, and then before that, you're saying most of your sex was when you were drunk or a couple yeah. drinks in? Like, oh, what is... No, like, meet the guy, look at him, the eye contact, yeah. few drinks, and it is on. It is on. <laughs> what you want to do? Tell me. Yeah. Throw me into a glass window. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I'm ready. <laughs> like, yeah. Really don't do that. But I was like, whatever, I'm down. Because and you feel like that alcohol, you don't feel like you would have been like that if you were sober. Well, I know for a fact I wouldn't be like that because oh. I've had sex sober. Mm-hmm. Oh, which I couldn't wait for it to be over <laughs> most of the time. So maybe that could be it. Okay. All right. Yeah. It probably was it. Yeah. So... Not only is it that, like, I'm mm-hmm. going into new territory where it's like, I'm going to be banging it out mm-hmm. without an ounce of alcohol in my system. Yeah. However, I think it's going to be fun because I've been, like, talking to a few people. Okay. And I'm like, I fucking got it. Yeah. You yeah. still got it. I so still you, got it. You think it'll be fun. What do you think the difference will be? Well, first of all, mm-hmm. I love nipple play. Okay. And I'm a little concerned because do I warn the dude like, hey, I lactate. <laughs> you could be into that. <laughs> if you are, go to town, put it in your mouth. Yeah. Or do I tell like, do I tell them that that happens so that they can say, fun, I'm going to try it out or like avoid that area with right. my mouth. Maybe they just want to do a little honk honk. Honk honk. <laughs> I definitely say I would say something because here's the two things. I feel like it's a win win. Number one, you're telling a guy what you want sexually. Right. Always a win. Always Always a win. win. Right. Number two, they might love it and they might it might turn them on. And number number three, (laughs) if you tell them and they're not into it, then there you go. No one's shocked. No one's accidentally getting milk squirted in their face. You know? Yeah. No, I know. And I get so like to me, that's a turn on. Like when I think about like a a dude there. Yeah. That happening. I'm like, that's hot. 
And it tastes like almond milk. It's <laughs> really good. It's so good. Does it squirt? Because I had no idea. Like, I think you mentioned it and I was like, wait, you st- you're still lactating? Oh, if you got a grown man's mouth on there yeah. and he gave a good pull, oh, it's, gonna... it's, it's shooting. <laughs> yeah, it's a spray. It's like a little tiny. It's almost like you a pinhole in a balloon. Yeah. You know that type yes, of Yes, where it's like, yes. Yeah, that's what it's like. It might be, honestly, a turn on... Um, more than you think like Kyle he can't wait until I'm pregnant because like he's like I am going to town and it free I'm like no that's so strange I'm, I don't want to watch you do that but you're saying like that's something you want to watch I definitely yeah. want to watch that see I think it's that's... probably more of a turn on than you think okay I'm into that yeah but the other thing is Jess and I'm gonna be so vulnerable right now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm ready to like the texting game is where it's at. And like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a weirdo. Like, I don't sext, right? Yeah. I don't sext. I'm 30 fucking one, <laughs> right? I'm okay. a grown ass woman. Yes. We're not sexting. If I want to sext you, just come over right. here and right. touch it. Right. I'm not going to pretend. So I don't do the sexting thing. I can flirt and I can give like the cute little like, that's the direction I would like to go with you. Mm-hmm. In my bed. Right. Sexting, though, it ain't happening. Mm-hmm. I have better things to do. <laughs> Where was I going with this thought? We were talking about... <laughs> talking about... You said I'm going to be very vulnerable. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't think I'm quite... Like, I'm still in this zone of, like, I can text dudes or whatever, but, like, I don't feel right about leaving my kid behind to go on a date yet. Like... Okay. I'm I'm just not there. And there could be people that say there's nothing wrong with that. Like you deserve to go and do that. I just don't want to do that. Right. I'll take time away from ocean to go with my girlfriends and mm-hmm. like blow off some steam and have girl time that I will do. I feel like that's good for my soul and my heart. A dude. I don't know about all that right now. Yeah. But I have a consultation about getting these tig old biddies done. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. And I'm excited for that. Once I get some new uh, fun bag twins, mm-hmm. I may be ready to roll out. Ready right? to go. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm interested in that. Okay. I'm interested in that. Would you say you're getting your boobs done for yourself or <laughs> men? By the By the sound of it, it sounds like I'm getting my boobs done for men. Right. But it's getting my boobs done for me because mm-hmm. then I, you know, when they say kids suck the life out of your boobs, if you yeah. choose to breastfeed or if you're even able to, mm-hmm. they literally suck the life out of them. Like I got some, I got some cute little boobies, right? Yeah. But it look they, they're, they are small now. Okay. They're, they're not the boobies that I had <laughs> before Ocean. And they, for damn sure, aren't the boobies I had when I was pregnant or breastfeeding Ocean every two hours. Right. They were massive. Massive, yeah. And I loved them. Okay. <laughs> so you're getting them done. For, well, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. For myself. For and then I'm going right. to be generous enough to share them to share with fine ass men. Do you? <laughs> So do you think that's the only thing holding you back? Like, you know, well, I'm not I, I'm not comfortable going on dates now because I, I think I'd get horny and want to have sex and like my boobs aren't done yet. Do you think once you get your boobs done, it's like go time? 
Or do you think it's just it's it's too no, much? I like think, it's way more. No, I think you would think that by what I'm saying. Definitely, <laughs> I'm all over the place today. No, but it's good. But to now hear. I'm gonna break it down because okay. I like like making funny jokes, right? Mm-hmm. But for real, mentally, I'm not there. Okay. Once I get my boobs done, I probably still won't be there. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited for that for me. I love that. You know? Yeah. It's like the bounce back. It's like, ooh, there's nothing hotter than like a hot mom. It's like, right. she's fine. Oh, and she's like raising a human being. Right. Like she popped a baby out of that cookie. Right. Badass. I know. And there's more hot moms. Maybe it's just like, I don't know. But I feel like there's more hot moms today than there has ever been. And so I love many. it. You don't even have to pop that out of your own cookie. It's just like when someone becomes a mom, it's like you are suddenly the hottest human I've ever seen. Right. Right. And I think that's great. Confidence is the hottest thing. I just want boobies. You just want (laughs) boobies. She's saying that to someone who's like has like 10 times smaller boobs than her. I've seen your boobs. But you have a great ass. And I, I asked my husbands. I said, how long do I work on my ass before I say, fuck it, I'm injecting it? Right. What did what did they say? They were like, give it three months. It's <laughs> <laughs> like three months. That seems kind of low. I love that, that they had like months. that answer because I would have been like, oh, my, it's getting it's looking great. But the husbands are like 90 days and then go get it injected if it's not looking the way <laughs> right. you want it. So I don't know. I mean, okay. who knows? I'm looking at all these mommy makeover things. Right. The the ass though I want it as its own planet, but I don't know that I have that build. But when I see those girls with those huge butts, I get so jealous. I'm like, it's so hot. Well, your butt has grown. I feel like in the past week, like there's I all of a sudden you're in leggings, and I'm like, whoa, what is going on back there? Well, because it used to be flat as a board. So <laughs> like I had the I had such a bomb booty when I was working out. And then at 20 weeks, I was placed on bed rest with Ocean. I couldn't maintain working out anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you have the kid and we go straight into filming and it's like, I'm tired. Like the last thing I want to go and do is work out right now. Right. So I'm just starting. I think it's been like two weeks that I got in, that I've been in the gym. But it shows. But it is. Yeah. I want to keep my flat stomach Mm -hmm. and grow a fat ass. Yeah. So if any of you guys know how to do that, can you please call me at (laughs) 1-866-LALA-POD? Or if you know a good doctor who can inject this flatty, I will take that route if necessary. (laughs) I will do anything for some tiggle bitties and a big booty. (laughs) Update on that in 90 days. Exactly. (laughs) Three months. After three months, months, if I don't see Kim K results, we are into the doctor. (laughs) Perfect. I love it. Um, So I have a really dope guest today, Melissa Gorga. I have a crush on her. I do. She's so beautiful. She's beautiful. Yes. And I love her husband, Joe. I love their dynamic. I love her as to see her as a mama and just like their family is. Yes. You know, of hot moms. How many kids does she have? Yo, she is a hot mom. She has three. And they're like grown. Yeah. They're grown. So I'm excited to talk to her. I want to, you know, dig into the new season of Real Housewives of New Jersey because I'm a huge fan. Never met a Housewives franchise that I didn't like. (laughs) I watched every single one of them. (laughs) So perfect. I'm a fangirl. Before we have Melissa Gorga, the finest on the podcast, (laughs) um, part one of the Vanderpump Rules reunion aired last night. Part two will air tonight. It's definitely juicy. 
I've seen both of them. There are things that I want to address Mm -hmm. um, because obviously, you know, we filmed for a really long time. You got to chop everything up and make things not really make sense. But what is what is the the most entertaining of everything we filmed? So some of the shit doesn't really like add up. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like things were said. And I'm going to spill the tea on why they were said. Oh. I said what I <laughs> said. Oh. So there's that. Next week, I'm going all out on segment one of the podcast. Oh. No one is safe, Jessica. No one's safe. So next week, you're going to talk about reunion part one and part two. Yeah. Love it. That's just a little teaser. Just a little teaser. And you know what? Don't come for me unless I send for you. <laughs> All right? She said it. These hoes want to go toes. <laughs> and then when I react, they don't like it too much. Yeah. Well, we'll see how much they like the tea I'm about to spill next week. With that being said, <laughs> we will be right back. I'm on a fucking roll today. <laughs> really what is happening? <laughs> Um, I'll be back to normal soon, I promise. <laughs> we'll be right back with Melissa Gorga. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do, both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Mannies have a patented super hold adhesive for up to 7 days secure hold, and that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there 
who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress No Glue Press-On Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now, so get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash lala and use code lala at checkout for 25% off. We are back. We have Melissa Gorga. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, pretty. How are you? We're so good. I'm so excited to have you. We've been trying to get this on the books for a minute. And here you are. I am here live from New Jersey. What's going on? I know. I feel like I spoke to you not that long ago. You have. I just want to tell you that every time I jump on Instagram, all I see is your face. I'm like, are you like losing it right now? Because you are like on everything. E-news, this, that. Like there's so much talk about you right now. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a, a bad thing, but, you know, we'll we'll just take it and move on. I try not to look. Every time I see my face on the Explore page, I refresh immediately. Okay. Well, I'm not saying anything <laughs> much bad about you. I'll just say that, but... Um, <laughs> well, then that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so the new season, you're you're feeling excited? Um, yeah, I can't believe we're in season 12. I always say it's crazy. I've been doing this show literally since my daughter is four and she's 16. So it's just crazy. You're actually going to see her sweet 16 this year. So to believe like to, just to even know that I have a 16 year old daughter for me is like crazy. It's crazy for us to because I feel like that's why we all feel like we know you. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of your show obviously even though I'm on Bravo I'm also a huge Bravo fan. And to see your Instagram and your kids that we've been watching since they were children. I mean that's got to be so weird and kind of make you sad. It is. It's crazy. When I see like you know you know the Bravo fans. I mean I know I'm talking to you here so you know the Bravo fans. They are intense. They are in there. So they will send me DMs and videos of, you know, the little memes and gifts of like my children from when they were little. And I literally want to like cry. They'll put little videos together like, oh, remember this from season three or season four. And I, I look at my kids and I'm like, oh my God, they were babies. And it's like, I feel like I mean, that, that is the good part, I guess, of being on reality TV with the kids. It's like, I have a lot of those memories documented and like, you know, it's not like we, my father used to walk around with that VHS recorder thing, you know, that big old, yeah. like big, totally. he used to walk around with that. But like, I have Bravo, like I can turn on any season and get like a funny little scene of my kids, like running through my house or screaming or something. So, um, it's crazy. Yeah. We're just like, I can't believe how long the season has been. And this season, let me just tell you, is like drama season for real. Like I know I'm not here to be like, Oh my God, it's the best season ever because I hate when people do that every season, but this, right. this one really is like, it, it brings back like the old school. Like I'm like, I saw the trailer and I'm like, this is giving me like mob wives vibes. I'm like, what's happening here? They were, everybody's like, it's high that the tensions are high. And it's because it's about a lot about relationships and when people, oh, yeah. what makes you more mad than when someone talks about like your husband, your, your boyfriend, your family, like, so that's a lot of what this season is about relationships. So everyone's like losing their shit. I noticed that in the trailer and nothing will make you come for someone harder than when they come for, you know, 
your man or the person that you're with. I mean, I, I've been there before. And do you ever get anxiety before a new season airs? Because, you know, you're if I don't know if they do it the same for you. I mean, we don't get to see the episodes like way before the rest of everybody else. I mean, you see the episode maybe a couple days before it airs and you don't have much time to process it. And we don't know what it's going to look like, like the editing process. So do you do you get a little bit of anxiety or are you so used to it at this point? I only get anxiety when it's about the family drama. That is the only thing I get anxiety about. So this very first episode, like the first couple episodes, there's family drama between Joe and like Teresa and Gia and just like a little bit of the family drama drops in there. The first couple episodes that gives me anxiety because I never want people to take it the wrong way. It's like the reason people love Jersey is because we do put it all out there with our family and it's raw and it's real, but you know, it's hard because we all going to, you know, I'm going to see Teresa Sunday. We're all going to have, we're all going to go to her house for, for dinner to eat. And it's like, you know, it's like if, if we're watching something on TV and we say things in these interviews, right. And then you go and have dinner. It's awkward. It's weird. It's like, you have to really differentiate sometimes the show from like, okay, well, that's what we were going through six months ago, but today we're going to have dinner. Cause we remember we made up, we're good today. Like we got through that situation, but it's hard while it's airing because that's always the tough part because you're watching what you already got through six months ago, you know? And when you're family, it's right. not like when you guys, like you can be like, screw you. See you when you film, see you when I film, but like, we can't do that. We go to Christmases together. We have birthdays. It's Gia just turned 21. I'm going to her house to have dinner. Like, it's like, this is what we do. So the show is hard with the family dynamic. It's definitely hard. Absolutely. And, you know, you also watch it back because yes, we live it, but then you get to see what everyone said in their little confessionals. And you're like, oh my gosh, that stupid bitch. And it's like, it brings up a whole new, you know, can of emotions because you're like, okay, like I got that we were, you know, at each other's throats, but then you're in your confessional and then you're saying this to whoever. And it it is, you have to relive everything. And for you, I feel like, you know, you've dealt with family drama in past seasons and it's always given you anxiety. I mean, it would give anyone anxiety, but like you've dropped to your knees begging for that to stop. So like, what Um, is your outlet? Like how, I know you say you have to differentiate the difference between like, real life and, and real life, you know, the one on camera and the one that is not on camera. Like, how do you do that? Does Joe help you do that? No, I feel like we're pros at it at this point. I feel like we've learned and even, you know, within our own family dynamic, I mean, really like, I feel like the Gorgas and the Judice is really, you know, we've, we've held that show for so long because we've given our real family drama to it. So we've also learned how to separate the two. And it's not that it's real life and fake life. That's not really what's going on because all the situations are real, but what's going on is it's the life that happened probably six months ago. So you're trying to like come back. Like you're trying not to go back to that spot when you're eating Sunday dinner. That's always like the challenge. Cause no matter what you want to be like, Oh, like on that interview, <laughs> when you said, you know, it's always the confessionals. It's the always confessionals the confessionals will kill you. <laughs> on reality TV, we get like 
ballsy in our confessionals because it's your time to just go and it's venting and you're not really saying it to someone's face. So I feel like everyone gets their like gets a little ballsy in the confessionals. Oh, I'm the I totally agree. In my confessionals, I feel like I'm with a therapist who's always team Lala. Yes. And I I just rant. I just like go tell us you have every right to feel that way. They like, do. Nope. They encourage it. And then they look at you and you see this big grin on their face. You know, the person that's sitting there talking to you and you just are like and they're so happy you're delivering and it's just you yeah know. you feel like I did great today and then you watch it and you're like <laughs> why did I do that <laughs> it's so funny there's such a big difference between like sitting in that room with your makeup done all ready to go with the lights on to like when you're on the couch watching you're like oh shit I said that like <laughs> I know like how can one person turn into such a savage in a room by herself with a camera on her. It happens. It happens. They think we're by ourselves. Little do they know there's cameramen totally. and lights and there's a producer asking us questions. And, you know, you think you're by yourself, but it's just, it's a vibe. And it's also, it really is truly like a, a venting situation. It's like you've been dying to vent yeah. and there's someone in front of you, a psychiatrist yeah. or a therapist. That's just like vent. Tell me everything. And you just I just go. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just. Oh, I've been on a roll some of those times. And I'm like, and, you know, they don't care if you want things cut out. They're like, you said it. If we like it, it's being used. Oh, yeah, that's that's for sure. I have over the years. I'll never forget, like the first couple seasons I was on the show. I would call and be like, oh, no, like this is totally taken out of context. Like that is not how that went down. Like I didn't like the way that came off and and they were like yeah well if you say it and you do it like there is absolutely nothing like you, anyone who thinks we have editing over at, like we have no editing at all no editing rights like we have to accept whatever comes out right. and that is it like we can't call and complain and they'll change it that doesn't happen yeah you know? no I do know I wish that I had that power because I would edit a lot of things don't we all I want my next reality TV show I'm going to produce it also that's what I've decided you and me I'm both. producing the next that's one. the money move be a producer on the actual show that you're on I feel like when the the way that I like compartmentalize real life versus my real life that's the only way I know how to put it because like you said it is real life is I have to remember whatever is edited for the actual show, even though that is my behavior. If I go insane or I say something messed up, it's like, okay, but we made a damn good show. Like, that's the only way I can get through it, Melissa. For me to not be mortified during certain moments, I have to just sit there and be like, it was entertaining. So it was. And you almost owe that to like, you know, there is a piece of this where, yes, it's your real life and it's it's your real thoughts and feelings and opinions. But like at the same time, we are making television. Correct. You know, so there 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 is the part where you're like, okay, like I make nobody wants to watch anybody like sew us a blanket. You know what totally. I'm saying? Like nobody wants to see that. You know, so you, there is a aspect of it where it's like we're on reality TV and, you know, we know it. So there is, there is a certain part that you do have to give up that vulnerable side and, and get a little crazy sometimes and, Oh shit, what did I do or say? But it's like, you're on reality television. So you almost owe it to the fans, you know, to show them what you really feel and how, how it's really going down. I totally agree with you. Did you ever, I'm a huge fan of yours. Like I fan girl out all the time. Thank you. Did you ever feel 
worried about putting your your kids on TV at such a young age? And were you worried about like what the trolls would say? Or did you even go there when you signed up for the show? Did it just seem like we're a we're a family like this could be a fun opportunity? Or did you think like my kids are really young? I don't know that I want them out there like that. Um, I did worry about the kids at in the beginning, but my kids were so young. Joey was two months old. So it was like I was they weren't teenagers. I think I would worry more because at the time it's like, oh, well, what's my four year old going to do wrong? And Gina was two. So you're thinking, oh, well, they're going to show them just so cute in their cute outfits and like plank. That's where my brain went. Like how big of a bow can I put on her head? <laughs> And, um, yeah, like there's two, like, I'm like, they're going to be playing on the floor. I worry about it more now really? that I have a four. Yes, definitely more as a teenager because their friends actually watch the okay. show, you know, in preschool, nobody's watching the real housewives of New Makes Jersey. Total sense. Now their friends watch it. We go to the, we go to the football games and their friends are like, <gasps> like, you know, their friends are like, holy crap, where, you know, I could have gone anywhere with them in the beginning seasons and they don't know what's going on the kids, but now you know, the teenagers are fans. They watch the show. And so, you know, Antonia, I'll be driving with Antonia. She'll put it on FaceTime. Like so-and-so wants to say hi, mom. Like, hey, like, it's like that I worry about. You don't have to worry about it while your your beautiful little daughter is this little. It, it's it's when they turn into like, you know, I would say 11, 12, 13, 14. Like these, eight, this is where it gets a little difficult because they're old enough to understand mm-hmm. what the show is. They've seen it on TV. Their parents are watching it and they sit down. They're like, oh, that's my friend's mom. You know what I mean? Like that's where, so you have some time before you have to stress about, um, about, you know, your child being on TV, but it's definitely harder for me now. Definitely. Because I worry sometimes what she's going to say. Like a lot of the times they love my kids in the scene and they love my kids to film. So I worry, I'm like, oh, I, I don't want her to say anything as a 16 year old girl that she's ever going to regret because I can't guarantee I can get it taken out. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Right. So that's stressful. Now it's stressful. Back then it was not stressful. Oh my gosh. You just gave me all the anxiety in the world. I worry about that to be honest now, you know, cause now I have the podcast and I'm doing that all the time. I worry about just what Joe and I say on my podcast, to be yeah. honest, like just because we talk so personal about relationships and our marriage and like, Sometimes I worry just what she's going to hear on the podcast. Do you know totally. what I'm saying? Because I feel like the podcast is on edit. It's even a little little more raunchy than, definitely more raunchy than the show is, like from what Joe and I will say to each other. So I'm like, God, she's listening. I'm Now I'm always thinking about her listening. So she she listens to your podcast. Well, she's very active on Instagram. So, even so I'm posting... Yes. I'm posting the clips. Like I posted a clip yesterday, just about like Joe, like that they try to get in the room while we're, you know, while Going Joe's trying, there's no lock. on the yeah. door. Right. So I'm, he comes home. He's like, you know, she heard that. Now she's going to think every time I'm like, I know. <laughs> like, so it's a thing when your kids get this age because they understand everything. Like just that clip alone to her. She's probably like, Oh my God, my parents are trying to like have sex <gasps> in the room. And I'm I'm bar- I'm ruining it for them all the time. Oh my! <laughs> like that's what I got. You know, I, yes. So if I'm saying this, that's why I'm like, there's just so much to be part of this world when you have children that kind of like 
it does get a little scary. And it also, it also makes them very mature because you, they end up hearing it all, knowing it all. And like, I am blessed. I have like great kids. They really are great. They're very mature. They're not, they're like above the fray. They don't care that they're like, that everyone knows their name or that they're on TV or how it goes. They're used to it. You think they're used to it, but it's not something they thrive off of, which I love. It's not my kids are athletes. They're like athletes. They play football. They wrestle. My daughter's a gymnast and a cheerleader. So they thrive off that, which I love because you never know growing up in this world, they could have turned into some little monsters yeah. like thinking who hot shit and like who they are, you know, but they thank God it's been good. Well, that's makes me happy because you're right. They could have turned into like little baby terrorists. You don't know. You don't know when you sign up for this stuff, like what's going to happen to your life. I didn't know. I mean, my life changed drastically from just, you know, so drastically, like, you know, I'm so in business now and I'm so busy all the time where before I was like, where am I going shopping today? And who am I going to have lunch with? And like, now I'm like, I'm busy. I can't get off my phone or leave my desk for four hours to see where you were at the very beginning and where you are now is so amazing. And you have been so open about your life, which, you know, just because you're on reality TV, there's a lot of reality TV people who don't open up their lives, you know, the way I feel you do or Teresa does. And I remember this scene of you, I believe you were on the couch with Joe and it was when you were, you were wanting to go and like be a businesswoman, and you had kind of felt like, you know, being the housewife and the mom was just not fulfilling enough anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's, I don't want to say not fulfilling because you'll see it's always fulfilling. It's fulfilling to raise a family and have children. And that's, it, so it walk is. me through that. Walk me through that because, because for me, I don't know that I would be fulfilled by just being a mom. So walk me through you saying that it is fulfilling, but what you were in search of. Right. So, and that makes total sense what you just said, because you're right. It's, it's fulfilling, but it's not 100% about you or your dreams or your goals. So what you're doing is you're fulfilling the needs of everyone else all day. And, and it makes you fulfilled because you're like, oh, I did the right thing today. I did the right thing today for my daughter. Or I made this, I did this, I made dinner. My husband's happy. Everybody's happy, but I want more, you know? And that's where I always tell even new moms like yourself and like, you know, girls who are just getting married and they're younger and, and, you know, right from the start, you can do both. And it does seem it's, it's like, it's weird. There's always like this thing where it's like, well, the woman is supposed to take care of the kids all day. And who's, then we have to pay for the babysitter and then this, and then that, but it's like, no, it's both of your problems. And that's what I learned later in life that it's not, it's not just all on the mom. It's on both of you, you know, to figure it out. And, um, and I used to just take all the heat and be like, this is on me. It's my kid. Let me figure out how I'm going to like, open up envy. Cause I opened up that whole business right. and I did all of this. And I literally would still run to the bus stop to pick my kids up from school halfway through the day until I got it functioning enough where I was able to like, wait a second, pull babysitters in and pull nannies in and get the extra help that I needed. But I feel like you, even though we're having families and we're creating families and you still need to have your inner happiness of what your dreams are, what your goals are. If you want to open a little shop, open a shop. If your dream is to create a cosmetic line because that's what you want to do, well, then then that's what you need to do. We can't let things like motherhood, you can't just say, oh, well, you know, that's not right. And a lot of times that guilt sets in of like, 
I'm going to work too much. And then what, what am I doing to my child? There is a way to kind of, to make it all happen. It's not always easy, but it's a barrier that I broke through. And I think a lot of people kind of like to watch me go through that process because they watched me as a 30 year old girl. Cause that's what I was at the time when I started all this on the TV and they watched me kind of break through and work my way up and raise these kids and go into my, now I, I turned 40, you know? So for the last 10 years, they've been watching me go from like just a mom at home all the time into a businesswoman where I did open envy and I broke through that. And now I'm opening a second envy, a second envy, double the size is about to open next month. So that's, that's huge for me. Wow. And, you know, I just always, yes, I'm very excited. I'm so Super excited huge. for you. Yes. Huge. And where, where's the second location? The second location is in Ridgewood, New Jersey, which is like a great town okay. over here. I mean, my online, my online store is like phenomenal. That's where, I mean, everyone from California, Florida, Dallas, everywhere. It's like the online accessible store to everybody. Yes, but uh, my brick and waters do so well too. So I'm opening one double the size now and super, super excited. But that's what I'm saying. Melissa, that is freaking huge. A second store. I'm like beyond happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. While everyone else is shutting down, you're expanding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm either crazy or we'll see. But no, I like a challenge. I'm a work. I've always been a worker. That is me. Like before I even met Joe, I had three jobs, like whether it be, I worked at a tanning salon, a title company. I answered the phones over here. I bartended on, on like a Thursday or a Friday night. Like I was just always someone who's like, I'm not going to sit down. I don't, I don't, I obviously love that Joe is successful and that he can take care of himself, but trust me, ladies, who's ever listening out there. It is, it's, there's something about making your own money, even if you don't need to, it's, there's something about that. It's, it's freeing. It's that thing. If something unexpected, as, as expected, as you would know, comes out of life, right. And you get hit with the left. You're like, I'm good. Like my, I, I, you can walk when you need to walk. Mm-hmm. You can buy something when you need to buy it. There's something very freeing about, about having your own business or working and having, doing what you love, you know? So I always promote that. I love that you said that. And I actually want to come back to it after we cut to a short break. We will be right back with Melissa Gorga. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. 
Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. We are back with my most favorite housewife. Do you feel uncomfortable every time I'm asked about uh, my favorite housewife and I'm like, I'm going to snag her from Joe. You know I'm joking, right? Not that that would ever happen, no, I but it. I never want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. But I think it's fun to. Oh joke my god, about. he loves you. He always Joe loves you. By the way, too, he's always like she's so cute. I'm like, when we go out, when we're in LA, we're gonna go have like a drink with her. Please do. Like, I would yeah. love that. Give me a a call. I would love to hang out with you and Joe. Going back to what we were talking about before, when did you realize that it was important for you to be making your own money? Was because you're in a great marriage, you have a beautiful family, like. You are probably one of those people who will never need a plan B ever. I mean, listen, I, I always say never say never, but I, from your mouth to God's ears, right? Like that's always how I, how I, you know, I would love things to go in life just like we all would. But I think I just, I don't know. I've watched Joe be so successful because he's a developer in New Jersey. So he'll take old warehouses and he'll buy them and convert them into like apartment buildings and condos. And this is what he loves to do, right? Right. This is what gives him a high. And it was successful for our family, but I would watch him, you know, kind of doing all these things and feel proud and, and, you know, break the wall down at another building. And, and I said to myself, like, I'm happy for him, but, but, I want something that's mine. And I feel like that's when, you know, you know, you start to say, what am I good at? Like, what, what do I love to do? What, what gives me a high? Like what gets me excited? Yes. Your kids are going to give you a high. Yes. There's nothing like a child in the world, but they grow up. You're never going to have complete happiness unless you have your own happiness, something inside that's you. And I love clothes. I've always loved fashion. Fashion is fun for me. Um, I've always been good. I'm always the one that everyone used to call my girlfriends. Like they don't know what to wear. I'll like put an outfit for them together. So that's what I loved. And you know what I, you know how I really got started with envy. Everyone, when I was on the real housewives of New Jersey would say to me, these, these boutiques would give me clothes, which I'm sure, you know, all the time I'd get clothes. They'd send me clothes. Uh, this brand would send me this outfit. You'd wear them. And then everyone's like, Where'd you get your outfit? Where'd you get your outfit? And I would send them to that boutique. I would send them over there. I would send them over there. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, why am I sending them to everyone else? Let me open my own boutique. And when everyone asks me what I'm wearing, I'm going to say, here, click this link, nvbymg.com. Like, you know, and that's how Envy by Melissa Gorga came because I was like, why do I keep sending everyone everywhere else? Like it's, it's, let me send them to envy by Melissa Gorga. And that's what I started doing. So crazy because it's so simple yet so hard to accomplish the thought of it. The thought of it is like, let's open something. We'll send them to my boutique instead or my store. But the fact that you actually did it and that's, that's no easy feat because you, you had to go and find the clothing that you're going to fill your store with. You got to be making enough money to keep new inventory in. Like, 
did anybody walk you through this? Did you have like a business partner or a mentor? Because I wouldn't have even known where to start. Yes, I think um, I, I had met a lady at the time that was asking me to do like some photo shoots and stuff for her stores, all of her boutiques and all of this. And I was like, I, after a while, I just, like I said, I'm like, I got to do this for my own boutique. Like this doesn't make sense for me anymore. So I did originally go into it with a partner asking her like, you know, like, do you want to do this together? I don't want to promote your boutique. I want it to be my own boutique. And we went in together, but within, within six months, I bought her out because she was just not, it was not a good fit for me. Um, so within six months, I bought her out. And Envy just celebrated five years. We just had our five-year anniversary. So congratulations, going strong. But I always, my advice to everyone is really, really like, if it's in your heart, if you keep thinking about it, if it keeps popping up and you're like, damn, I would really love to be like, like I have a girlfriend that's like, I just want, she finds everyone, everything. She wants to do the find. Like if you need to find something, this is where you need to go. You need to call her because she can find it for you. Like something as simple as that. If you know that that is what you're good at, make some, start researching, figure out how you could start small on a smaller platform. Just like I did. I started with a smaller store and then you, as the years go on, it got bigger. My sales on my website when I first started were nothing like they are now. I rupled them. It takes time. It takes patience, but little, little bit at a time. But it becomes, it. it becomes your baby. And you, uh, you start to see its potential and its growth and you become addicted. Addicted. Oh my God. Addicted. I have a little app on my phone, which this is so funny. It, it makes like a cha-ching every time yep. there's a sale, whether on the website or in store, it does like a little cha-ching. When it first started going off all the time, when I'd be like sitting on the couch with Joe and it'd be like cha-ching, cha-ching. I'm like, it's like freaking at the casino. I'm like, what's going on here? Oh my God. And Joe would just like, look at me from across the couch. Like, ah, wow. A lot of people are shopping today. I'm like, yeah, bitch, I'm making money. What are you doing? What are like, you doing? So it was not, yeah. It was like funny. Like I would tease him because I always used to ask Joe, I was a girl out of college. Like as soon as I met Joe, I graduated college kind of at the same time. So I used to have to like say to him, like, I just was going to be, I'm, I have a BA in teaching. Okay. So I went to college to be a okay. teacher. I was supposed to go and be a, um, elementary school teacher. And I ended up on reality TV within, you know, a couple of years after being married, but it's just funny. I used to have to ask Joe for a hundred dollar bill. I'd be like, Oh, you're going to work. Okay. Like, can I get like a hundred? I don't know where I'm going to go today yeah. or like whatever I would need cash. And now I'm just like, it's just funny. That's why we, it's like a funny joke in our house because like when the cha-ching goes off, I'm like, Oh yeah, don't need you. What? Like, <laughs> no, I love it because there's, I feel like there's so many women who, who do that. And, and they're, as you know, I'm passionate about the topic of of women having their own funds. And even if that means you work something out with your husband, if you're a stay at home mom and he gives you X amount of dollars every month, I just want women to have some sort of, you know, safety net. If God forbid anything happened. And, you know, that could even mean for me, it was when the recession hit for my, my family and my dad went from, you know, completely being okay and supporting us financially to, what are we going to do? And it was my mom who stepped up to the plate because she had worked her entire life, never stopped, even though she could have with my dad. And I saw that it doesn't even have to be like 
your your relationship goes south. One partner could be put out of business tomorrow and it feels nice. The other one picks up. So I think that is great that you are also preaching that to chicks. Um, I want to talk about your relationship with Joe because I think it's something that a lot of people look at and they're like, I want that. It's so cute. It's so sweet. We know you have a great sex life, which is good for you, girl. It, well, how could you not know? It makes me happy. <laughs> okay, I, I love you guys. And I love the way you display your love and affection for each other. And I, he's meant for reality TV, by the way. I know he is. He's such a ham. He's such a ham. And he's also just like, he doesn't overthink it, which is sometimes a problem, right. but which is also making amazing reality television because he doesn't think it at all. If he's thinking it, he's saying it. Right. And that's Joe. And he doesn't care if you want to crawl under a table. <laughs> he does not care. Do you know how many times I kicked Joe under that? Like we're filming that there's cameramen and I'm like, ah, I'm literally kicking his shins. And he you know what he'll say? Stop kicking me. <laughs> oh, he's <Like>, that guy. <laughs> Yes. He's like that guy. So I just give up on him. In the beginning, I was more anal. I would be like, try to control it all and be like, oh my God, like stop talking about all of this. And like, what are you doing? And like, now I'm just like, just roll with it, Joe. Like he's that guy, no matter what he says, no matter what he does, no matter how he acts, everybody loves him. It's just Joe. Yeah. You know, he's very, it's crazy. well, you're both very easy to love. I, I have to ask what, what is your fighting style? When you get into an argument, what is Joe's fighting style and what is yours? Do you disengage? Are you a let's raise my voice a little bit? Do the hands get to move in? Like, what's your fighting style? So I think our fighting style, Joe and I, that might be the problem with us. We have two totally different types of fighting style. Okay. So I am super impulsive. Like, I'm hot-headed from the beginning. Like, very quickly, I freak. Like, I don't even think straight. I just freak. So like before I even have all the facts and this is to a fault, I scream, I yell. I'm like, what? Like I freak like a savage, but I am literally over it. Like once I get that all out and I hear all the answers, like I will drop it and go to dinner with you within the next hour or two. Like I'm good. I just need to rage for like a second. Totally. And I'm impulsive. I'm impulsive. Joe doesn't rage. He kind of sits back. He doesn't say much. Things will bother him. Things will bother him. Then he'll explode like out of nowhere and he'll hold the grudge. He won't talk to you for probably three to four days. So it's a problem because like, I want to rage on you. I want to go crazy. I want to like get it all out. And then I'm like, all right, let's go to dinner. Like I'm good. And he won't speak to you for three days. So it's like, we just have totally different styles of argument. We argue totally different. I think I'm more like you. I'm more like you and I I explode on people and then I'm like, okay, I feel better. And I'm like, why is everyone so destroyed? And they're like, are you kidding? Look at what you just said and did. (laughs) So I get it. (laughs) And I say nasty. I like get like impulsively crazy. And I'm like, I feel more just on our producers, to be honest. Like if they've called me to like say something that I don't like, I'll be like, What? Like how? And then they'll like call me 20. I'm like, wow, I was like aggressive before. Like, I'm good. Like, I understand why you're saying that to me. I just like, I don't know. I I'm very impulsive, but then I chill. But then you chill. Yeah. But that's an awesome thing. I'm a forgiver. I move on. Like I'm not a grudge holder. And I always say like, 
it's better to be that way because there's a reason like you must, I feel like the happier person can let things go because it's like, you don't want to ruin the night, right? You don't want to, when you fight with your boyfriend or you fight with your husband or or your significant other, you don't want to ruin the whole weekend. Like, let's just like get it out and move on. I don't like when you ruin the the dinners that are coming up or like, we're going to go to the movies later. We're not going to hate each other for that. Like, let's drop it. But Joe, We'll ruin the whole weekend. Like the whole weekend weekend is fucked if this happens. So, (laughs) so that's how that goes. So you guys have been married. You said you were married for two years when you started the show. Five, five years. Oh no. How could that be? Yes. Five years. We were married for five years. Wow. And Antonia was. No, it can't be because Antonia was four. So I think it was like we had her, we had her, I got pregnant two months after I got married. So we, yes, I want to say I was only married for like three and a half years. Okay. So I don't know why. How long have you guys been together? Cause I'm bad at math. 17 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We just hit 17 years. So crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. And Tony is 16. We were in the fast lane though. Like I met him at 24, was married by 25 had Antonia at 26. Oh, damn. And then was on reality TV. I was 30 or 31. So, so yeah, I was only married for like four and a half years. Wow. Can I tell you, if you were to tell that story, but you were based in LA, you guys would be divorced already. <laughs> I know. Listen, not for nothing, but, but start doing your homework. We are one of the longest standing reality couples on Bravo. And in the universe, <laughs> in the universe, <laughs> we're, we're, we're one of the, yes, we are. We are. We've been, yes, we're going strong for 70 years. It is not easy to be married on reality TV, especially housewives. Okay. Right. Because they, they draw in so much into your marriage, your mm-hmm. home life. It's not like I'm on a show about decorating where I leave my house every day and I go, you watch me decorate. A window, right? You're watching me in my house with my kids, my children, my husband, my home arguments. So the hardest thing in the world is to be married on reality television. So I gotta say, Joe and I are doing a pretty good job. You're doing a damn good job. Thank you. We've had bumps in the road. Don't let me get you wrong. Like through the pandemic, I feel like I got a little, I was getting definitely busy, very, I was always busy, but it went up to a different level. I would say maybe the year before that 2020 pandemic hit. And so I was out of the house a lot, the whole year of like 2019, I would say. And, and, and I was super busy. And then as soon as the pandemic pandemic hit, which was really March of 2020, right. Right. When we all just like shut Shut down down. and everyone stayed, Joe and I work so much that we're not used to you know, we don't talk. So I think he was getting a little annoyed with like all of my work. He felt like I was starting to be out of the house too much. I was starting to put work before him. I was, you know, becoming this Mongol that didn't care about anything, but like money and work and getting bigger fame that was in his head, which is not true, but that was where his head was at at the time. So when the pandemic hit in 2020 and we had so much time to sit on a couch, and actually look at each other because you couldn't leave the house, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's when things really came to head and we started to argue. And they also started the cameras up within a month or two later. So there was that one season, two seasons ago, where you really saw us like at each other's throats. And it was it was real. It was because that was what was really going down in our house. And and that was it. I feel like we went through that bump and we were, you know, we, we come out of it, but it's not easy. It's not easy no. being on reality television. It is. It's 
Especially for a guy who marries someone who wasn't in this world originally. I was just going to say this. Right. And now it's, it's like, yeah. who are you? I didn't marry some woman who has to be in New York City every night and at events and on red carpets and business meetings and publicists. And he's like, what the Yeah. And it's probably also one of those things where he marries this beautiful woman and, you know, you guys go out in New Jersey or you travel and it's just who's in that room that gets to sit and look and, you know, at you guys as a couple and how beautiful you are. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're getting all of this attention from people all over the world, really. And I'm sure for any man that is like, what is this? Like, this is my beautiful wife. Who are all of these people coming in and acting like they know her? That would mess with me. 100%. And especially a guy like Joe, who is that guy? Like, this is mine. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a claimer. You know what I mean? He's, he has a little of that old school, like Italian boy, like, that's my wife type vibe, you know, so it might hit someone else different for Joe. It, it's hard, you know? So it took a minute, but I think we got there. I think we got there. He got the hang. Look at him now. He's running around on stages, uh, doing his comedy and he's loving that. So, you know, I'm like, Oh, he yelled at me for, he put it, he made himself a tour. He's all over the place. He's all over the place. Like, you know, so I'm like, all right, here we go. Like, I love that. He's doing that at the core of it though. We have, there's like, there's love there. Do you know what I mean? So I always tell everyone, who's looking to get married, who, if you're looking for anyone new, whatever it is, make sure there's true love there because money does not carry you through. Uh, looks will not carry you through either. There needs to be love and attraction, not necessarily looks, but something needs to be. So you need to be so attracted and hang on their every word and miss them when you're not with them or else. Trust me, everyone out there, it just gets harder. It gets harder. I'm going to find all of that. I'm so glad that I had you on the podcast that you finally had time in your busy schedule. Where can people shop Envy who don't live in New Jersey and where can they find you looking fine? So you can go to envybymg.com and find everything I wear basically on there. We have so much. We have everything from denim to date night. So everything. And of course, you guys could all listen to my podcast that I'm so grateful that you came on to. Lala. Thank you for coming on. It was so much fun. Thank you, Melissa. We'll talk to you soon, babe. Okay. All right. Bye. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.